Welcome to Maranatha Teaching Podcast. I'm your host, Femi Fenoyo. We have joined a series that I've been doing on Maranatha YouTube teaching channel titled The Bible. We have joined the series at the beginning of another season, which we have titled The Story of the Whole Bible. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. Obviously, that was the beginning of the creation process that we read in the book of Genesis. So today we are going to move that on. We are looking, remember what we are doing at the moment, we are looking at this mysteries that are there in the scripture this pattern let me call it pattern because when we say mystery mystery are not in the bible mystery are not things that we cannot know mystery are things that we can only know as the curtain is open unto us okay so we are looking at this pattern and we said in a good story and the bible being the, <laughs> the, the highest story the bible being a masterpiece in this story there are patterns pattern that helps us to connect one part of the story to another part of the story and make sense of the whole we say sometimes some of this pattern can be obvious sometimes some of this pattern can be subtle and we actually need to dig deep and meditate deeply for us to see some of this pattern so let's look at one or two of this pattern we are not going to talk about all the patterns here but understand that we've mentioned some of these things in the past okay so let's look at one or two things when we look at the creation story in Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, why was there darkness, formlessness, and void in Genesis chapter 1? We have said, you know, if you go back to episode 121, we have said the reason for that was not because there was a pre-Adamic creation that got destroyed by the flood of of, of Satan and things like that. No, we said that's, that's, that's not biblical, okay? All right, that, and I'm, gonna, I'm not going to take time. If you want to go back to episode 121, it's on this platform. Go and check it out. There's a reason why God created, when God created the heaven and the earth, that it was dark and formless and void. And we said the, the nature and the construction of that world was that actually that was the state of the earth when God created it. And the question is, why? Why did God decide to do that? And then God then came in and God started creating. This is a pattern. This is a mystery. It's a pattern. It's a pattern of for other creation story. God is telling us something about creation. Remember, God knew, God knew what was going to happen. In fact, the Bible tells us that the Lord Jesus was a lamb that was, was slain from the foundation of the world okay you need to understand this so when god created the heavens and the earth and in genesis he said it was darkness upon the face of the deep it that was form and void in genesis chapter one it is a pattern of other creation story you said other creation story i cannot remember god stepping into the edge of naughtiness and creation you see this is the point isn't it what there are some creation story that we don't always look at as creation story for example the story of the deliverance of the children of israel from egypt that was another creation story the cross is another creation story the bible says if any man be in christ what is a new creation the cross is about a new creation and in the person of jesus you need to understand this is very important that 
what, what we saw in the Genesis chapter 1 is God creating. What we see in, Gen- in, 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 in the book of the New Testament, the gospel, is God stepping in again into the darkness and the evil of this world and creating. Okay, God knew what was going to happen. What happened? In the Passover, what happened in Egypt? It was God sending his man. Who was that? Moses with his rod. Because Moses and the rod is representing God, just like we saw in the book of Genesis chapter 1. So Genesis chapter 1 is actually a pattern for us because it's setting the pace. It's setting the pace. And we can actually, and this is why this is important, that Passover is connected to Genesis. The, The deliverance of the children of Israel from Egypt is connected to Genesis. And that the cross is connected to Genesis. You will not understand the cross if you don't understand Passover. You will not understand Passover if you don't understand Genesis. These are patterns that connect the whole because God is still doing the same thing. There was something that God set out to do in Genesis chapter 1 that was completed in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. So these are patterns. It's a pattern. So why was when God created the heaven and the earth, why was darkness upon the face of the day? Why was the earth without form? And void, it was because that is always the case of creation. The story moving forward. Because God knew that man was going to sin. God knew that Satan was going to deceive man. That there was going to be darkness. God knew that. And creation is all about God stepping into that darkness. And doing something new. And doing something great. And doing something powerful. What did we see? In Genesis chapter 1, we saw the power of God. God came in into that situation and God started, and I'm going to say one or two things about that. Hallelujah. And God started creating. God started creating. What did we see? God said, let there be. And there was. Let there be. There was. Let there be. There was. What do we see in Passover? Moses came in. What was Moses doing? He was commanding and it was done. And God was judging the, the Pharaoh and the gods of Egypt. What did we see in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ? He was commanding. There was healing. He was stopping the wind, the waves. He was raising the dead. And finally, he went to the cross and he judged the God of this world. It is the same thing. That is the pattern that we need to understand. Okay, What we see there is actually a pattern because that creation, God knew that that creation was going to be messed up. But it's a pattern for what God is going to do. We saw that in Passover. We saw that on the cross. Then you may ask, why was the creation story done within the framework of seven days? The last of those days obviously being the Sabbath. God created the universe in six days and on the seventh day God rested. It's a pattern. Listen to me. God, God doesn't need six days to create the, the, the heaven and the earth. God could have done it in a minute. God could have done it in a day. But God chose to do it in seven days. Why? It's a pattern. It's a pattern of the, the, the story that is going to develop. Okay, It's a pattern for us on earth. And you will see, when you go through the scripture, you will see this pattern of seven days. In fact, some ancient Jewish scholars and sages actually believe that the seven days is the pattern of the whole earth. Well, I don't know about that, but there's a pattern here. When you read the book, the, the, the Old Testament, you will see that there are Sabbaths. Of days, 
There are Sabbaths of weeks and there are Sabbaths of years. Sabbath of days, seven days make one week and the last of those days is a Sabbath. God also talked about the Sabbath of weeks. Okay, and when you read the scripture, there is also the Sabbath of years. Okay, and then you have the Sabbath of seven years. That is a pattern that you see. So God created the earth in six days and on the seventh day he rested because that is a pattern. And actually, if you go to the, to the book of Daniel, and if you go to Daniel chapter 9, verses 23 to 27, God gave Daniel a vision. And it's a vision that we've come to call the 70 weeks of Daniel. Again, I'm not talking about the 70 weeks of Daniel here. And you will see here, I was talking about the whole history, starting from a particular point up till the end of the age, up to the end of this known world. And it's all in, 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 in weeks. Okay. And these are weeks of years. Okay. This is 70 weeks. And the weeks there is talking about weeks of years. Everything is in seven. Seven, the first seven weeks, then 62 weeks, and there's another one week. So it's seven weeks, 62 weeks, and one last week. Remember, these are weeks of years. And that one last week is going to be seven years. And that is what we have come to call the great tribulation. And you will see the reason why God created the earth in seven days is because it's a pattern. It's a pattern that God has established for the earth. Let us read Exodus chapter 5. Exodus chapter 5, we read verse 9 and verse 40. According to all that I showed thee after the pattern of the tabernacle and the pattern of all the instrument thereof, even so shall thou make it. And verse 40, and look that thou make them after their pattern which was shown thee on the mount. I mean, the reason why I read that is to see, let you see that there is always a pattern. God is very, 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 very strong about patterns. And God was telling Moses here that when he's building, he must build according to the pattern. And we've seen, number one, why was there darkness when God created? And why was the earth without form and void? And God started creating. Why did God create the earth in seven days is because there is a pattern. Now, let's move on again. We are looking at this mystery, this deeper mystery. Now, this is something we have mentioned before. Why were the sexes of mankind not created simultaneously, as was the case when God created the animals? You know, we mentioned this. I, I went ahead of myself before. Why did God decide to create the man and then pull the woman out of the man? God could have cre just created two bodies, and God could have breathed into both of them the breath of life, and both the man and the woman could have become a living soul. But God decided to create the man first, and then pull the woman out of the man. Again, this is a pattern. This is a landmark. This is a pattern that we are seeing here in the book of Genesis chapter 1 that anticipates what is going to happen in the rest of this epic story that we are part of. This first creation is what we are reading there is going to be another creation. This is the first Adam that we are reading. There is going to be another Adam. This first creation is a shadow of the second creation. This first Adam is a shadow of the second Adam. Genesis chapter 1 is actually a shadow of John chapter 1. Remember John chapter 1 intentionally begin with, in the beginning was the word. 
the word was with God and the word was God. So there is a parallel between the story of Adam and Eve and the story of our Lord Jesus Christ and the church. So what we saw in Genesis chapter 1 and Genesis chapter 2 is actually a pattern for what was going to happen later. Now, when you look at John chapter 1, and you will see how it actually parallels Genesis chapter 1. When you read Genesis chapter 1, you will see the word God created, and it is good, it is good, it is good, it is good, and it is very good. But when you go to John chapter 1, what you will see is light, 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 and true light. And this is very, very important. Again, it's a pattern. Those patterns are there so that we can connect points in the story so that it can bring the story to life so that it can show us the unification of the story that we are having to deal with again like i quoted genesis chapter 1 verse 1 in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth john chapter 1 in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god let's read a couple of verses in john chapter 1 verses 4 to 9 and i want you to see the word light and light and light just like we saw in genesis true and good, 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 and very good. John chapter 1, verses 4 to 9. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God, whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light, that all men through him might believe. It was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of the light. That was the true light, which lighted every man that cometh into the world. And you can see it's the same pattern. It's the same thing that we saw in the book of Genesis. Okay. Now, remember what we are talking about now. Why did God create the man first and then pull the woman out of the man? It's because Adam is the first Adam. There is going to be a second Adam. First Corinthians chapter 15, verses 45 and 46. And so it is written, the first man, Adam, was made a living soul. The last Adam was made a quickening spirit. Howbeit, that was not first which is spiritual, but that which is natural, and afterward that which is spiritual. And that is the pattern that was being set for us when we read the book of Genesis. Because Adam, the first Adam, was a picture of the Lord Jesus Christ. And just like the first Adam, the, the wife, Eve was taken out from him, the same way the church was going to be taken out of the Lord Jesus Christ. Remember, the Bible says that when God was going to take Eve out of Adam, Adam fell asleep and God took Eve out of his side. Let's read that in the book of Genesis chapter 2 verse 22. I'm reading from the Amplified Classic. And the rib or part of his side, which the Lord has taken from the man, he built up and made into a woman, and he brought her to the man. And that is very, very important. Let's compare that to John chapter 19, verses 33 to 35. This was during the crucifixion of our Lord Jesus Christ. And when they came to Jesus, and they saw that he was dead already, they break not his leg, but one of the soldiers with a spear pierced his side, and forthwith came there out blood and water. Now, that was not a coincidence. The same way that Adam will have to be put to sleep for Eve to be taken out of him, the same way the Lord Jesus has to hang on the cross and die so that the church can be brought out of him. And the Bible says that God built Eve and brought her to Adam. The Lord Jesus said, I will build my church and the gate of hell will not prevail against him. God is building his church and the church is the bride of Christ. The church is the Eve 
of the second Adam. The church is the Eve of the second Adam, and God is building this church. We are not building this church. Yes, God is using men and women, giving them gift, office gift, ministerial gift to build this church, but we need to understand that it is God and God alone that is building this church. And just like God said, it's not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helpmate for him. God has made the church to be a helpmate for his son. God is creating a body, a bride. And those people that are involved, that will be involved are those people that have accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And that is what is happening here. And this is very, very important. Now, let us read Ephesians chapter 5, just to buttress what we are saying. Verses 31 to 33. For this cause shall a man leave his father and his mother and be joined unto his wife. And they too shall be one flesh. You remember that was exactly what Adam said when God brought Eve to him. Let me read from verse 31 again. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and shall be joined unto his wife. And they too shall be one flesh. Verse 32. This is a great mystery. That's what we are talking about. But I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, let every one of you in particular so love his wife, even as himself. And the wife see that he reference are husband let's read revelation chapter 13 verses 7 to 9 this is the last book of the bible and it was given unto him to make war with the saint and to overcome them and power was given him over all kindred and tongue and nation that's not where i'm going and all they that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose name are not written in the book of life of the lamb slain from the foundation of the world let him that have and hear let him hear the reason i read that last uh, reading is for you to know that actually right from the foundation of the world god was already knew about this thing i'm talking about pattern i'm talking about the pattern that god has placed in the scripture so what i'm trying to let you see here that these are patterns okay and when we look at some of these things that happen in the bible we need i mean in genesis chapter one sorry that happened in genesis chapter one we need to understand that this is the reason why they happen these are patterns these are things that helps us to be able to get a handle of what was going on number one the book of genesis number one shows the beginning number two is set the the tone and the pace for the rest of the bible the story that we are going to read there are still a couple of things that we are going to see here that i'm going to talk about when when we come back later but i just want us to see this mystery this pattern that were already been laid even in the book of genesis understand that what god was doing in genesis is connected to what he's doing in exodus all down the books of the bible coming into the new testament that the new testament you will not understand the New Testament if you don't understand what God was doing in the Old Testament because God is still doing the same thing. There is something that God set apart, set out to do to achieve in the Old Testament that that plan got a little bit hindered and derailed but not totally destroyed and that God is set out to actually fulfill that purpose because God's purpose will be fulfilled now when we come the next time i'm trying not to go to the next day now we are going to see a little bit more about this but there's something we're beginning to see here that when god created the universe that the creation was actually god was doing this that the creation of the man and the woman was the 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 highlight 
was actually the the point the high point of the creation story there's something about this man and this woman there's something about this creation of this man and this woman that was the high point that was the 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 how will i will put it now that everything was building the crescendo if we can put it that way that everything was building onto and you understand that that man is actually a picture of jesus and that woman is actually a picture of the church that this whole universe this whole story is building up to a crescendo because god is going to get a woman for his son jesus christ and we call that the bride of christ and those are the church and there's a glory of Christ that rests upon the church. Like I said in previous teaching, it's not what happened in Genesis chapter 1 is not really about the first Adam. It's not about the first Eve. It's about Jesus and the church. And this is some of the things that we need to understand. The beginning is pointing to the end. And the beginning is being played out through the middle so that the purpose and the will of God will eventually be fulfilled. We are going to stop there today, but listen to me. Many people will not be part of that marriage supper of the Lamb, the Bible call it. Those people that will be part of it are the people that have been saved out of this world. And the only way you can escape the destruction of this world is for you to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. It's to come to Him. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him will not perish, but have everlasting life. You can come. It is free. All you have to do is to come, admit and know that you are a sinner and that you have come to accept the price that Jesus Christ prayed for you. He can't force it on you, but you can go to him and accept this and, and accept him as your Lord and Savior. He will come, forgive you of your sin, make you a new man and a new woman, bring you home as a member of his family, walk the rest of this life with you, and in, the, in eternity you will spend life with him in the new earth and the new heaven. We sincerely invite you to check out our teachings on YouTube Maranatha Teaching Channel. They will bless you. Thank you.